Good morning. On this Thursday morning, welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, food for thought and for the imagination. As we looked at the scriptures yesterday, let's go back to the book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 18. Jesus, in entering the city, as his custom was in the synagogue, he went, he opened up to the place where it was in Isaiah, and he read, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach the good news, the gospel, to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Now, as we look at each of the things that Jesus mentioned, why he had been anointed and why he was sent, the scripture does say in the book of Acts, in chapter number 10, how Jesus had been anointed by God for a very specific purpose also. And this is how it reads. It says in Acts 10.38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Now, when we just look at that one little section of scripture by itself, there is actually quite a bit that we can learn. This referring to what we just read in the book of Luke, that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Jesus had just come out of the desert where he had been tempted and tested in the wilderness there by the devil. A temptation that lasted 40 days and 40 nights. And when Jesus was led by the Holy Ghost after being baptized in the water and the Spirit of God descending upon him and remaining him, he was led into the wilderness. He was tested. He was tested, 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 tested. 40 days, 40 nights. And he came out of there in the power of the Holy Ghost. So we read in Acts 10.38 how God anointed. Let's just consider that. How did God anoint Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power? He was anointed with two very specific things. The Holy Ghost to lead him, to guide him, to teach him, to instruct him. But he was also anointed with power to be able to perform what it said there in in the book of Isaiah that he had read. In our case, we're reading from the book of Luke in chapter 4, verse 18. Who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed. And the word there that we're looking at in Acts 10.38, oppressed means to exercise dominion against. In other words, uh, when we are oppressed, something or someone is exercising dominion uh, against us. In, in, in the case of a, of a woman that was bowed over, uh, she had been affected by the enemy. Eighteen years she had been bent over, unable to get up 
or unbend herself. And Jesus said, Ought not this woman, because it was the Sabbath, who is a daughter of Abraham, be freed from the oppression of the devil? So let's look at a few words here. Let's look at the word oppression. Let's look at the word possession. Let's look at the word obsession. An individual that is obsessed is one that in his mental faculties, his thinking, the way that he perceives his reality is that that thing just cannot leave his mind. He's obsessed with it. It, it, it could be a thing. It could be a person. Uh, it could be anything or it could be something. And that individual, his mind is so focused uh, so taken up with that one thing that that, ba that basically is a stronghold. It becomes a stronghold in his or her thinking uh, to the point that that obsession literally is uh, what they're living for. They, they, they can't live with or they can't live without that thing or that something. And they are literally obsessed. Now, that's just part of it. Because we're looking at the, the body and the mind and the spirit. Where the mind is basically the main thing that is under the influence of this obsession. But when we look at oppression, we're talking about the whole body as a whole where the devil has oppressed it. He has taken dominion, whether it was in this case, this woman's uh, back, where she could no longer lift herself, lift herself up and, and be healed of it, or whether it's an individual that is uh, affected by uh, something that is other than... Uh, Let's just say just something that he's thinking on. But it's his physical body that is the one that is actually under attack. And then there is a third word uh, that we look at, and that is possession. So one is of the soul, obsession, because our thinking, our emotions, and our will are wrapped up in that one thing. We're fixated on that one thought or that one person or that what whatever it can be versus oppression where the physical body literally is oppressed there is some type of uh, pressure and authority and dominion that is exercised over it to control it uh, hence some type of a disease uh, some type of a sickness some type of an illness the body is oppressed. But let's look at possession. Possession is a different level. The scripture talks about the man that was possessed and wandered amongst the tombs. And this individual, the scripture says, that he cut himself. He, he, he was under the control of the of the devil the the scripture says in the story of mark chapter 5 verse 1 onward and they came over into the other side of the sea of the 
unto the other side, into the country of the Gadardines. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs and no man could bind him. No, not with chains because he had often been bound uh, with feathers and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the feathers had been broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And the word there, uh, tame tame him, it, it simply mean, meaning just to tame, to, to be able to control this man. And he was always night and day. He was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus from afar off, he ran and worshipped him and cried with a loud voice and said, what have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God, of the Most High, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. And he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he said, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him, much that he would not send him away out of the country. Now there was a great, uh, there was there was there uh, nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding, and all the devils besought him, saying, "Send us into the swine, that we may enter into them." And forthwith Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits came out of the came out and entered into the swine, and the herd ran down violently a steep place into the sea, and they were about 2,000 and were all choked in the sea. Now, in this story, there's a lot that we can learn from it. There is a whole lot. But uh, as we continue, it says, And they that uh, fed the swines uh, and told it, in the city and in the country, and they went to see what it was that was done. And when they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil, and the word there, possessed, that is defined in in the Greek, is a word that is called de, demonized, demonized, Ahi, which means to be exercised by a demon or to be vexed. So many times we have people tell us a person is possessed. That means they're under the control of, of a spirit of some kind. This man was under the control of 2,000 spirits. Uh, in the realm of the spirit, uh, things are very different than in the physical. In the physical... One thing can occupy one spot or one place at one time. Physically, it's impossible for two things to be occupying the same spot at the same time. But here in the spirit realm, this man was basically uh, demonized. In other words, that was the level of control that the spirits had over him. They had a level of control not over 
not only over, let's say, his mind, over his body, but over his spirit. Whereas a person that is obsessed, basically uh, his dominion and control is over his mind. And that is where we had learned in 2 Corinthians in chapter 10, in verse number 3, even though we walk in the flesh, our warfare is not in the flesh, but our weapons are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. That is where people that wind up being obsessed in their lives and strongholds have been built where they just cannot get that thing out of their mind. It literally has a certain level of degree of control over them, of dominion, that is in the area of even their their emotions. Uh, uh, a person that is constantly under grief and they just can't seem to get over it, even after 20 years, uh, there's something wrong. There, there's an obsession there uh, that they need to be delivered from. They need to bring down and cast down those uh, strongholds that have been built in the soulish, the mental area of their lives so that they can be freed. And as long as they continue in that realm, in that they will be under the, the dominion of that obsession. Now, of course, we go to the next level. Uh, the devil can come in and he can basically uh, uh, wind up oppressing the physical body. But in the case of this man, it was a possession. There was a higher degree of control over him. And that's why, that's why it is called demonization. In other words, it was, it, it was a higher level. It, it wasn't so much uh, as, as people would think like a, like a robot. Uh, this man still had his will, he still had his mind, he still had his body, but yet to the degree that this thing, these spirits would influence him, uh, was what we would call possessed. And, 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 and many times in Christian realm, uh, people's idea and thought of possession is very different. But, but, but the scripture says in Mark 5.15, it says, and they came to Jesus, and they see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. So all of whatever oppression of the body, whatever obsession of the mind, and whatever control of his spirit, he had been freed. Why? Because Jesus had been specifically anointed by God with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Notice how it says the word healing. But we read in the book of Luke 4.18, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive. This man was definitely captive, 
the recovering of the sight to the blind and setting at liberty those that are bruised. This man qualified for that. And he was an example of Jesus being anointed by God. That same Jesus that did this is the same today, according to Hebrews 13, uh, verse uh, number 6. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is still healing the brokenhearted and delivering the captives, recovering the sight of the blind, and bringing at liberty them that are bruised. If you find yourself in any of these obsession, oppression, possession of any sort, call upon the name of the Lord. He's ready and willing to help you. The Lord bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.